I, I was thinking more about Friday. I was thinking Friday for me. That's all right. That's all right. All right, then, love. All right. All right, then. All right, then. You have to let me go now because I'm really busy. I'm busy. Sorry. Are you recording me at the moment? I may have started. Oh shit. No, I'm fine, thanks. You don't smoke? No. no oh. No, I've given up. Oh, oh shit. Well, don't give up today. Have one with me. Today you can Mike, I can't. I've I've been off the horse for so long. But I, but thank you. I, I do appreciate it. No, I'm I'm a terrible person. I'm such a bad influence. I am. So do you use your real name for for your work as well? Yes, but um because everybody calls me Mike. <clears throat> I I just put Mike. None of my friends know. Why don't you charge more than £12 an hour? Um, I guess I'm not a greedy person. If, if, if they want to give me £15 or give me a little bit of a tip on top, that's fine. Don't you think you're worth more than £12 an hour? I'm worth a bloody fortune, mate. What are you laughing at me for? I'm worth a fortune. Don't you think I'm worth a fortune? <laughs> um, but I'm very good at what I do and I am thorough. <laughs> that's, that's probably why they pay me a bit extra. <laughs> I get a tip as well for services rendered. <laughs> why are you blushing? I'm 55 for fuck's sake. I'm not a dolly bird of 22. I charge what I think I'm worth. From Luminary Media and Nick van der Kolk, you're, you're listening, listening to Love and Radio. Radio. I'm Nick van der Kolk. Today's episode is called Mr. Mop. Featuring. It features Mr. Mop. We're sitting in my living room. Are you recording at the moment? Right. So we're sitting in my living room at the moment. Do you, do you feel quite house proud? House proud? Well, Tom, to be quite honest, I always have been a little bit house proud. I've always had a clean home. I'm not perfect, perfect, because a bit of dust never killed anybody. But I certainly do my housework. And to say that I'm house proud, mmm. Probably I am, yeah. Should we have a wander round? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, but I haven't made, I haven't made my bloody bed yet. Oh, don't worry. No, I've, I've, got, I've got the duvet cover out. And the, no, I haven't made my fucking bed. Come on. Come on. Do I need to turn all the lights on? Only if you want. All right. All right, so this is my little bathroom. It's lilac, because um, I think lilac is, is a relaxing colour. I try to match everything up and make it as nice as nice can be. Can you describe these bath mats to me? They're quite cool. 
I bought them off the bloody market. Do you know what the logo is? It's um, CC, isn't it? Um, they're designer, but but they're fake. They're not real. They cost eight pound off the bloody market down Deptford. <laughs> so, shall we go into the kitchen now? Yeah. Right. So here we go. This I love. This is sort of the the little hub of my home. I've got clean products everywhere. By the time you've lived here today, you're going to be the queen of clean. I'm telling you. Right, so I've got two great big bottles of Fairy. Personal, Ariel. So I've got Ariel. Washing up liquid, I'm obsessed with it. Carpet shampoo, I don't have carpets no more. I've got wooden flooring. Do you want this? Febreze. Mental about Febreze. Furniture polish. Dettol. Oh, I just love it. Dettol, again. Oh, Tom, I just love it. Elbow grease. What's elbow grease? Oh, it's good for your tiles and everything. Vanish. You've heard of vanish, haven't you? You're laughing at me. You are. Discaler. You've heard of that, haven't you? No, you're making me laugh. WD-40. It's good when your doors creak. When they go... Just spray that on. Never had that experience. No. You ain't fucking lift. And the last thing... It's a flora. It's like a disinfectant. You just put a capful in the mop bucket when you're mopping your floors and it and it smells for days. It does. I love it. Absolutely love it. Can we go and sit down? Yeah. Do you mind? Come and make yourself at home. Sit wherever you like. It doesn't it doesn't make any difference to me. Yeah. I grew up in the Midlands in a place called Wolverhampton. My parents died when I was quite young. Mm-hmm. My mum, I mean, they didn't talk about it in those days. It's not as open as, as today. But um, sadly, she died when, when I was nine. Mm-hmm. And then my dad died just over 18 months later. Mm-hmm. I think he had a broken heart. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, no, not at all. Um, my grandparents sort of looked after me after me for a while. I think they found it a, a little bit difficult, so then I had to be um, put to social services care till I was 16. Then at 16, you had to leave. They found me the job in the hotel, the hotel that, that made me. I started at the bottom, washing up in the kitchen. My first day at work, this great big chef, great big fat guy, went to me, you're my new kitchen porter, aren't you? He dragged me by my collar to this great big sink and I looked down and the bloody saucepans, you ain't seen saucepans like it, the sinks were bigger than me. You could have put me in there and give me a bath. I thought, fucking hell. And it was piled high with saucepans, and he said to me, wash all the shit out of those saucepans and be very quick about it. I thought, shit, where do I start? Where do I start? Polishing silver, you did it with the cloth. Liquid polish, no. I had to do it piece by piece with an actual, they call them silver cloths, and they're blue. 
and I stand there all afternoon polishing knives, forks, spoons. I stayed there five years and I got trained through every department. I really made it, I really made it, I did. And I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, because I did, I did. I got involved with with a guy who was who was a bit older than me when I was 18, and we were together for for four years. We'd go out and he'd say, "When you're out with me, you're out with me. You don't speak to anybody." So people used to think that was a snob. He was extremely controlling. I mean, I, I was so young at the time, and although I'd had sexual encounters prior to that, he was like the first person in my life and I just couldn't see how manipulating and controlling he was. I was I think I was just a bit too young to understand. He broke my nose. Oh god. Yeah I've still got the scar, yeah. He punched me in the face one night for um for having a dance with one of our best friends. There was nothing to it. He just he just got me in the car and he was like mouthing off at me, screaming and shouting. Why did you go and dance with Peter Bevan? I didn't give you permission to go and dance with him. And the next thing I knew, my face was just covered in blood because it happened so quick, it just went smack right to my face. Yeah, it was, honestly, when I look back now, would I have allowed that to happen to me again? Are you joking? They'd be out that door so quick, their feet wouldn't touch the ground. The day that I, I left, I rang him at work. And I said, um, I'm at Wolverhampton train station and I'm, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Didn't tell him where I was going. He said, no, you're not, no, you're not. I said, I am, I am. I said, I planned it. I said, you'll never ever see me again. I said, you're, 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 you're done, you're gone out of my life. You're done. Good riddance. And um, so that, was, um, that wasn't a very nice period in my life. No. But, but there you go. Fresh start. <laughs> Yes, yeah. a fresh yes, fresh start. You're absolutely right. Um, so I know we talked about the hotel work you did when you were younger, but could you talk to me a bit about the cleaning you do now? I was struggling a bit, so I sat here and I thought. Mike, how are you going to earn some money? I thought, oh, people always need a cleaner. I was going through various websites and then came across Craigslist and I was just moosing through it and then I saw households and I saw things like gay naked cleaner. I thought, oh, I could do that. I'll put on naked cleaner available for gay, bi, straight guys, covering zones, one to three. I have hotel background, early rate, £12 per hour. Something, something like that. I'm not modest, I, I can strip off and what have you. <laughs> I don't bloody care. Mr Sheen in one hand, duster in the other. Yeah. Polishing and dusting, mopping the floor and wiggling my bum. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like... Do my own cleaning at home. Not that I do my own cleaning at home naked, but <laughs> but um, that's how I sort of got into it, really. The first one I can remember, it was um, just after Christmas, in between Christmas and, and New Year. I went round 
gorgeous sky, really, really nice sky. Beautiful, beautiful um, little flat. All the Christmas things up and everything. He asked me about being naked, and of course I'd never done it before, so I was a bit, you know, nervous and that. And he was he was so nice and respectful. I remember he did say to me, do you mind if I strip off as well? I said, no, of course, of course not. Well, you're a bit of all right. Of course you can bloody strip off. Show me the goods. Show me your Christmas baubles. I don't think I did very much um, polishing or dusting. No, I didn't actually, no. Because I remember we, we, we were too busy in bed noshing on his cock. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, yes, that was a... Uh, that was a, a bit of a Christmas bonus, actually. <laughs> Did they ever request photos in, in advance at all? Yeah, I, I get that a lot, actually. And, um, and I always refuse. Um, because I, 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 I fell for that right at the beginning. And they'd say things like, oh, send me a face pic. Well, why would I want to send you a face pic? I'm not asking you to fucking marry me. I'm coming to clean your house. Mm. Why would you... You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, what I look like. Oh, um, send me a pic of your cock. Well, you'll see it anyway. I'll say, well, if you want it, you, you fucking come and get it. You want it, come and get it. Could you tell me a little bit about their age ranges, just so I have a picture of you? Oh, um, well, amazingly enough, they're sort of um, guys around my own age, ranging from 40 to, say, 60. Some of the guys I've met, oh, my God, I couldn't wait to get them into bed. Absolutely. They do say, oh, is there extras for for the sexual part because it, I have been told that a lot of guys especially younger guys will have a, have a fee say 15, 20 pounds I mean some guys charge 30, 40 pounds an hour <laughs> if it does get to the sexual part of it guys are quite surprised because, um, because I go well now it's just 12 pounds an hour If they've hired you as a cleaner do you have to then clean up afterwards? Um well, a good boy always cleans up the mess. If, the, if they've shot all of themselves, because I, I, do, I do like my protein, so I'd, I'll just I'll lick it all off them. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't waste a drop either. It's too, it's too good to waste. <laughs> I've never been paid to have sex. Absolutely not. I just wouldn't go down that road. Not for me. But if I go and do a job for somebody like cleaning the house, then if sex is, is involved, then I don't feel any guilt about it because because I, I've actually earned that money via... Does it make sense? Does, yeah. it, make, does it sound total rubbish? No, probably, not at all. No, not no, it probably makes me sound like a right fucking slut. I've never had an STD, you know. Mm. I never even had crabs. And that's incredible for a gay man. Every gay man I know has had crabs. I've never, <laughs> I've never had crabs. 
No, the itchy crawly things. I haven't, honestly. And how I've got away with it, I'll never know. My first time to any new job, I'll I'll just do room by room. I'll say, can you just come and check and make sure that, that everything's all right for you? And nine times out of ten, they go, no, that's absolutely fine. And then over a period of time, as they get to know me and I get to know them, then I don't even realise that I'm naked or they're naked. I'm just, we're just talking, chatting away. Oh, Mike, how was your week? Or, you know, what you've been up to? I mean, sometimes I do have to say, excuse me, but um, we're talking a bit too much, but I need to go and do the bathroom, really. <laughs> Shouldn't I be in there doing the bathroom? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you are paying me to do a job. I think for some of them, they really don't need the cleaning done because I've, I've been to people's houses before and I've looked around and I thought, this place is fucking spotless. One occasion, it was really, really weird. It was a guy that I went to see in Putney and um, this was naked, he was naked as well. I walked in and the place was absolutely spotless. And I did say to him, why, why do you want to clean up? Because this place is absolutely spotless, it's glowing. And he said, oh, no, no, he said, um, he said it's got to be cleaned, it's got to be cleaned. I'd start cleaning, say, like, in the living room, doing his, his bookshelves and all that sort of thing, taking all the books off and what have you. And he'd be right behind me and take all the books off and polish it again. I polished all the, the coffee table and he'd polish the coffee table again. And I'd pick up his picture frames and everything I cleaned, he followed me around and cleaned. Oh, can you do all the windows? So I'd got the window spray out, cleaned all the windows, and then he, he went and did that as well. That was so, so weird. I said, to be quite honest, I, d I don't know what I'm doing here. And it sort of freaked me out a bit, so I, I didn't go back. Mm. Can I can I ask um, when it does go well, what happens? When it goes well, well, Riley, his partner works in the hospital, and he goes on to Riley about doing the cleaning. Riley will ring me up and he go, "Mike, are you free tomorrow?" Normally, it's normally on the Sunday. You know when you just want to relax. So I go around there to the cleaning. He's, he's there on the sofa like the Queen of Sheba. Like this. So I've got all the cleaning stuff out, going around and doing this, that and the other. And um, he absolutely loves the full play situation. Look, I'll come over here. Got something for you. I say, yeah, I can see you have. I'll go off and I'll do the bedroom. Then he'll go, Mike, Mike, come here. I need a bit of attention. And he's cocks <laughs> All right, then. He'll say, no, piss off. But it, it's always a happy ending. I'll make him laugh because I'll say to him, John, when your partner comes home, you're going to have to say to him, I'm so fucking exhausted. I've done... All this thing today. What else do you want to know? I'm extremely broad-minded. I'd never be tied up or anything like that. It's not, not in my sexual remit. 
or gagged or or nothing like that. But um, but apart from that, I'm 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 pretty open with them and say, you know, here I am. If you fancy a fifty odd year old coming out your bloody self, I don't care. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. Different body types. I don't I don't judge anybody. Um, really, I mean, as, as long as they're nice and respectful to me. There are kind of different gay, I don't know if you'd call them tribes. Yeah, people say daddy, chubby, oh yeah, the young, very younger ones, twinks. Yeah, do you know, do you know what I like? I really, really love a nice hairy guy. Harry Buddy does it for me. I love a bear. I love a bear. I, 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 I get so erotic with them and so horny and sexual. It's just, it's just the hairy chest thing. I just love it. Oh, Tom, I just love it. I'm not in a relationship, I don't, I don't want one, but I do have um, a sexual life as well without the commitment. So I've got the best of both worlds, you see. I, I can go and do a job and have sex. I can come home, pick up the phone and say, you know, fancy coming around for a bit of how's your father tonight? You can have a cup of coffee and a drink and get your cock out. <laughs> That's just me. Take sort of special care of your physique and your body specifically for work. For me? Yeah. Could you imagine me in a gym with all them big butch men? You must be fucking joking. They'd, they'd laugh at me. They'd go, look at look look at Weedy over there. <laughs> no, no I get enough exercise, polishing and dusting, pulling the Hoover around. <laughs> no, gym life is not for me. Mm-hmm. Once a week, I do treat myself to a sunbed though. Mm-hmm. With a face like this, you have to do something. <laughs> Stop. <clears throat> no, no, it's true. <laughs> I tell people I get up at four o'clock in the morning, slap the polyfiller on, leave it for a couple of hours, and then I get the hammer and chisel out, knock it all off just to fill all the cracks in. <laughs> I've got no mirrors in my house, you know. Really? See, my godmother's the same. She doesn't have any. No, I have got mirrors. Oh. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Of course I've got mirrors. Of course I have. <laughs> Your grandmother hasn't got any mirrors in her house? My godmother, yeah. Oh, your godmother. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I mean... Oh, oh right, shows. OK. Oh, my God, that's, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> and you thought I was being truthful. <laughs> do you know... Uh, do you know any other men that, that do it? Um... I do. Can I just call him M? When M was um, was out of work, he um, he did exactly the same thing. Have you ever talked about it? Oh yeah, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. He was the one who, because you see, when I put fifteen pound an hour, I was telling him about it, and he said, um, he said, my give you a bit of advice, put it down to 12, because you'll find that that they'll actually pay you a bit more. 
they'll probably round it off because they can't be bothered fiddling about with, with change or what have you. And, and it did work out for me. When I get a new job in, because he's one of my closest confidants, I do, I do let him know where, where I'm going, absolutely, and that's as a, as a safety thing. They don't know. They don't know, but, but, um, but M does. And I'll say to him, look, I've got this new job on, you know, Tuesday. I'm going to be in such and such a place and what, what have you. And we speak several times a week, so he'll say, oh, how did the job go and what did you get up to, you dirty fucking slut? <laughs> did you get his cock out? Does it feel submissive to be cleaning for people and having sex with them? Um, I don't feel it is submissive. I just enjoy what I do. I get satisfaction out of it. I do. When I step back after doing all the work and everything, I think to myself, you got a nice clean home today. Did they do it? No, I did it. If if you said to someone, oh, I'm a naked cleaner, do you think they'd have preconceptions about it? Look, we, we, we all make judgments in our lives. Of course we do. It's called being human. I don't tell my friends what I do. Absolutely bloody not. Because it's like a secret part of my life. Do I care what people think about me? I'm too fucking old to bother now. I'm too old. How old are you? 30. Thirty. If anybody said to me years and years and years ago, when I was thirty, like you, somebody said to me, "Do you know what? You're going to end up as a naked cleaner, clean naked in people's houses," I'd have gone, "You're fucking crazy. Piss off. Leave me alone. You're crazy. Life changes just like that every day." I've lived life, I've experienced life. Do I have a lovely life? Yes, I do. Am I smiling? You know that I'm smiling, don't you? Because I'm smiling at you. Do I love it? Do I enjoy it? Yeah. Do I get sex out of it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do I want to be a scrubber all my life? No. Do I want to be on my hands and knees with sweating with a bucket of water and, and the old broom? hard brush and everything, scrubbing those floors like in the olden days. I don't want to die and be known as Mr Mop. May you rest in peace, Mr Mop. <laughs> and Bucket. Oh, don't forget the Bucket, yeah. <laughs> On me headstone. Very good cleaner. That's it for Love and Radio. There you go. This episode was produced by Thomas Curry. Are you recording me? I may. Started. Phil Domhofsky Gorgeous guy And Stephen Jackson Really, really nice guy Phil and Stephen did all the sound design you heard Oh my god With help from friend of the show, George Langford Who composed the Mr. Mop theme you're listening to now Yeah, I just love it Love and Radio is produced by Stephen Jackson and Julia DeWitt well, I could do that Our managing producer is Phil Domhofsky Did they do it? No, I did it We are a production of Luminary Media I'm Nick Vanderkolk. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Are you gay or strange? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
it's always a happy ending.